Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. So mediumship itself is an ancient practice one that's been around as we've kind of understood and wanted to connect with the afterlife. I have to say, the more I practiced mediumship, the more I understood why people do it, which is how much relief and hope it gives people who desperately want to understand A, what comes after death, And B, if they've lost somebody close to them, needing to make that connection. But after a while, like many practices, as our consciousness expands, it's kind of time to see it for what it is. Yeah. So if somebody has kind of crossed over, it could be that energetically they're still fairly tied to you or connected, which means they haven't passed over very far. And often that's really like parents and stuff like that. They want so badly to make sure that their children are okay, that if they've passed over to the other side, they haven't really gone. Those are pretty much the only spirits that a medium can access. And it might be that they don't go very far for a very short amount of time. Like they just need to hang out just long enough to make sure everyone's okay. They want their presence to still be felt. That spirit of that person is not that person. It's sort of like fingerprints. I walked into your house. I picked up a glass of water. I drank from that glass. I set it down. I left your home. You walk in. You see that there is a glass. You see that there are fingerprints on it. So I was there, but I'm not there now. So So I left an imprint of myself, an actual fingerprint. Oh, that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It expresses me because it's a unique vibration, right? My fingerprint, it's uniquely mine, but I am not at all in that room. Do I walk around with the imprint of the important people to me that have passed away around me? Yes, very much. Yeah. In the previous episode, when we talk about what's in our fields, that's part of what's in our field. What that medium is effectively doing is reading that fingerprint. Okay. That is in that person's field. Okay. They are not connecting to the soul. So it's an emotional thing. It's an emotional thing, yes. Of course, as we've mentioned before, there is the desire to connect and then there's the codependence that can arise. Because you can't actually survive without that person. Right. Okay. Because death is just a part of life, right? So once we have received the message that we've needed to receive, it is about finding wholeness in the physical absence of that person. But I find that those things almost make you miss them more. They can, yes, absolutely. We're never too far from death is what we're constantly being reminded of, no matter what our religion is, no matter what our faith is, etc. So as we kind of hinted at in the death episode, it's our discomfort with death and the sort of the sense of finality that it brings that we cling to the mystery of the other side. If you are able to communicate with someone on the other side, then death isn't final. So what it's doing is it's removing all those fears from this life. But we we seem to constantly sort of delineate this reality from the other reality, right? It's always a separation. Mm. That's sort of our 3D reality. As we enter fifth dimensional consciousness, where there is no polarity, Death is merely a continuation of life, as in we cease in our physical reality, 
but our souls live on. Now, souls are just evolving. We're always evolving. And that's why we reincarnate and we reincarnate. Whether we are in physical body or not, it doesn't matter. Our evolution continues. Why? That is the purpose of a soul, is to find a way to express itself. Whether it be in body or it be an extension of what we've created or done. So it's kind of like if I wrote a book... Mm-hmm. And then I died. Mm-hmm. I technically still live on because the book is still being read by someone. There you go. So if I have kids, I technically live on. So in fact, what we're saying is that instead of looking at stuff as life and death, mm-hmm. kind of look at it as, as there beginning is, end. even if it is as simple as I think I've made no impact on anyone ever in their lives. But one day I went and I said a kind word to someone and that changed their life. Then my soul lives on through them. Absolutely. So really, whether or not you believe in past lives or whether or not you believe in heaven or hell or anything of that stuff ultimately if we're just even focusing on our physical realm there is no death because you live on through others and you live on through your creations yes and that is one of the biggest features of fifth dimensional consciousness is exactly what you just said why because there's no beginning or end everything just is in the moment And all that matters is the here and now, which is what we call the present. Whether or not you believe in life after death, either you believe that there is, so you'll have more experiences. If you're worried, I want to experience more things, they will come. Mm -hmm. But if you don't believe that, then you're dead anyway, so it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So really the only fear when it comes to death that, that we really see a lot now is the idea of that when I'm gone... I'll be gone and gone for good, gone for good. And what we're saying is you're never gone for good. No. So once you remove that, then a lot of those other fears that join it tend to also fall away because then you're not scared of the unknown as much because it becomes known. It does. And you're not so much scared of the black and white anymore because you can see how you can live on, even though logically you're not. So therefore you watch black and white fall away. And then what you're left with is, well, then I might as well just enjoy the present. I might as well live in the present, be in the present, right? If we can get to the most expanded consciousness possible that we are capable of, really, like we open ourselves to that possibility, we won't need somebody else to come in and read that fingerprint for us. We'll have healed our broken hearts. We'll have healed those holes. We will find enough wholeness within ourselves that we can perceive the larger context for what being in body meant in the first place. So that way when people we care about do pass on, we are able to really perceive the mark that they made and that their spirit continues on. And not just in the fingerprint way, Mm-mm. but in a kind of living way through us. Exactly. I mean, and that is love. That's what love enables. What matters as humans, the connections that we have with each other and how those connections help us grow in ways that we wouldn't have been able to have by ourselves. So whether or not that person is still around physically, proximity, emotionally, whatever else, they will always be a part of us. And so if we're talking about this new consciousness, which is based really very much in our connection to ourselves and our connection to others, well, then there is no death. There's maybe an uncertain future Mm -hmm. and there's a processed past, but there is no death because even the person that helped create my shadow lives on in me just as much as the person that helped me heal it. Once we evolve to a place where connection is key, 
And when we say connection, we mean love. We mean all the things that we spoke about. Joy, purpose, fate, destiny, all that shit. Mm -hmm. How you make someone feel will never die. There has always been a medium on TV. There's always been, you know, some TV show or two where people would go and they would have all those readings done and they love them, right? Like there, we have some very popular people right now. It's not a criticism of individuals who practice it or of people who believe in it or who watch these programs. What is being conveyed in those sessions, and remember, those are particularly edited for television, okay? But what is going on in these sessions is not at all what people think. About half the time that those types of sessions are taking place, they are not communicating at all with the person or spirit of the person that the person thinks that they are. Now, that is not because these people are dishonest or charlatans. It is more that there's so little understanding among many in this craft about the energies that they communicate whether they be called angels, souls, master guides, etc. There is so little that is understood, known, passed on, that there's absolutely no way that they can be 100% accurate. All that they are picking up on is a very, very tiny, minute fragment of that fingerprint. Mediumship itself is an extremely limited craft. It is, for the most part, not an integrity, but practitioners of them can have integrity, and that will make all the difference with what they show. But what about those people? We're not saying that it's not a legitimate practice. We're saying it's an extremely, extremely narrow one. So my question is, are there mm-hmm. other ways then, apart from mediumship, for people to get information so from me- a different realm, like you or like... Like or like, but I'm we- not getting information from the same realm that mediumship would be getting information from. Okay, right? and to be fair, sometimes people will get information from a particular realm. Like a medium would get information from the particular realm because that spirit, once you've kind of ventured to the quote unquote other side or just the part that you don't see, one's consciousness is expanded so that they can see more of what's going on, which is why, you know, somebody comes to me and says, I had a dream about my father. Tell me what it was that he was trying to tell me. I need to hear. And I was like, oh, yeah, you just need to go send money home. How does the deceased father know that somebody needs money? Well, it's because they can sort of see a little bit more. One of the things that makes mediumship a rather inaccurate and difficult craft to practice is because many practitioners have not divested themselves of their ego stuff. And that's extremely important to do because that's when a lot of things can get sort of muddled. Well, that's like everything, Mm, isn't it? It's like we were talking about the cards or anything else. Mm -hmm. Unless you've divested yourself from the ego shit, Mm -hmm. everything's going to be a little bit corrupted. Mm -hmm. Very much. So what happens to all the mediums in 5D? Some will find that their gifts and that their abilities will expand beyond their wildest dreams because they've done a lot of the work. They've divested themselves of their ego. They've dealt with their fears. Egos have been sort of diminished enough and they can continue with their craft with great wisdom and grace and it will be beautiful because again there will be some who will need that solace that reassurance that healing because grief is hard grief is very difficult grief is scary it is 
And more than anything, it often takes us outside of ourselves because it could be such big trauma. So we would not try to diminish mediumship at all. Okay. It's more that we offer a word of caution around it more than anything. And for people to really understand what it's all about so that there's no big mystery because there does always seem to be a sense of mystery around it. Like, why can that person do it? But I can't. Well, anybody can technically do it. You can train yourself. Some of the greatest mediums will say that they trained themselves. So the flip side is that if people are just sort of doing it as a hobby or it's really not part of their purpose, as in you just thought maybe you would learn it much like how to read a card deck or something. Oh, because I just want to learn everything. Exactly. That's not something you're going to go out and do because it's not aligned with your purpose. You're just not going to do it. It's just not going to work. We look at mediumship in a weird way like manifestation, the true words of manifestation. Exactly. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Mm-mm. So even if you're desperately missing someone and you're trying to contact them, it might just not be your purpose to do so. Yeah. And it might be the spirit of the person is just not going to be available. It might be that once they've passed over, they are finished. But know that they live on in you because the fact that you miss them Mm -hmm. and the fact that you are different for knowing them means that they're never really gone. Ever. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.